Hey everybody, welcome to Reviewables. This is a special episode with a special co-host, because Keen can't make it. Uh, Kevin McGarren is the co-host, and our guest this week is comedian, satirist, uh, popularist, ex-altar boy, and all-round friend of Oliver Stone, Giles Brody. Energy sources we like renewable, some sweets are hard and others are chewable, bank accounts while interests are provable, we believe that everything's renewable, Welcome to Reviewables, this is my new radio voice. We're reviewing things, but not really. I'm Edwin Salmon. Uh, I'll drop the pretense. Keen McGarrigal is not here because he uh, has moved to Kilkenny. And I don't know if you know the geography of Ireland. For those of you who don't, it goes uh, Dublin, Belfast, Cork, Venezuela, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, Kilkenny. It's a little uh, Eddie Izzard steal there, one of my favorite comedians of all to time. To steal from. Uh, to steal from. I've been stealing from him my whole career. I hope he doesn't find out. And uh, next to me in the booth is uh, Kevin McGarren. Well, I do know that Kev's a good friend of Eddie Izzard's brother. Uh, so, Jimmy Izzard. So he's well, probably going to tell on Neddy you. Izzard. Yeah. Are you going to tell on Ed? Neddy is very hetero. Oh, no. Well, I didn't mean oh, no. So he, wears, like he wears blue jeans and a denim jacket. He wears a T-shirt that's a man's muscly uh, top. This is a terrible start. Uh, my name's Kevin McGarren. I'm filling in for okay. uh, Kean McGarrigal, who has abandoned his boy. Uh, much <laughs> like much like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in the film, there's going to be a bit of blood, boy. And in real life, if the rumours are to be true. Really? They're not true. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'd say he's a good father. With us in the studio today, hey. who have we got? We've got uh, Mr. Giles Brody. Yes. Uh, writer, uh, humorist, satirist. I think he's sat out a few things he's in his day. A, he's a lot of ists. You've done a lot of ists. Uh, he's a caretaker for uh, Dr. Father Liam Quigg. Father Quigg. What's his first name? <laughs> Dr. Father Liam Quigg. Dr. Quinn Medicine. You, you got Father. You, yeah, yeah, Dr. <laughs> Quinn Medicine, woman father, Declan Quigg. Giles, how's it going? Dr. I'm good, Quigg. I'm good. How are you guys? That's about you enjoying the blistering heat? Yeah, it's lovely. Oh, I love, I love so sleeping with my, my window open. And uh, I'm making lots of friends. Feeling the caress of drunks walking past your window. Yeah, it's my, <laughs> my whole life's turned into Sesame Street a bit. I'm just at the window chatting to people going in and out. Actually, Ed, a few years ago, I know that uh, you left yeah. your window open. This is uh, during, I don't know, was it a heat wave similar to this? But you had a nocturnal visitor, didn't I you? I had a nocturnal visitor. And on uh, the way that um, that serial killer Dexter had... A dark no. pa- you know, visitor. Yeah, it was more like a milk tray ad sort of a situation. Yeah, but, but if, it, if the milk tray ad <laughs> had um, Stacey Keach in it, yeah, <laughs> Stacey or Keech. Ted Levine. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Ted Levine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so would you oh. like? Would you like these delicious chocolates? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to be a great big fat person? <laughs> Why don't you eat all these chocolates? Eat these chocolates, <laughs> Mister. I'm diabetic. <laughs> Tell us your story about the burglar man. Oh, it wasn't a burglar man. Uh, I'm trying to ma- big it up. Yeah, there was. I wish it was a burglar man. It was an un. It was a man of unknown origin. If it was a burglar man, it would have been. He would have had like a mask over his eyes and a big bag, the striped T-shirt, swag in it, black, white, black, was white. Because he, he came from a premier. It was a UWN, an unidentified walking man. That's it. Uh, he was very young. He was, he, he, he was more of a lad than a man, if, if I'm being honest. But there was. I had a big window. Big window. You could open up and climb out onto the roof. 
and just see the wonderful view of all the shops in Ranelagh and all the mummies jogging by with their kids in the in the pram and just life bustling away. It's like a Bukowski poem. It is uh, like a sober Bukowski. Uh, and next thing, there's like a, a tap on the window. Tap, tap, tap. At like, what, two o'clock in the morning or something? And there's some young lad out on the roof uh, going, Hey, how are you? Can I uh, come in your house? And I was like, nah. <laughs> no. Oh, did you even stop to think? Yeah. <laughs> Weigh it up. I went, whoa, 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 rewind. <laughs> How did you? You're get giving me the opportunity <laughs> to let you come into my house, <laughs> to my window. What time was it again? I was. It was two-ish in, in the morning. morning. Okay. I don't know. Like there was a tap on the window, and coming up just, to the witching hour. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. When's the witching hour? Three o'clock. Oh, okay. Because I was like uh, scared initially. I didn't know what was going on, and when I pulled back the curtain, ah, I thought it might have been a ghost. But then I was like, I hope I don't see anything. Um, it's like you might have thought it was a very modern ghost. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. ghosts Respects are glass. Ghosts are always like it wasn't a Victorian man saying, "Might I uh, trouble you for a penny farthing escape route, <laughs> a lift on the penny farthing to my grave? I've been buried alive. Some ruffians have stolen my penny farthing and met off down the road. <laughs> they have my muffins. That was my dowry." <laughs> I can't get married now. Whoa. I needed 42 muffins of varying flavours. And I said, you're a silly man. Go away. No, he was a young lad. He was young, about 20, uh, somewhere between the ages of 12 and 28. Just the way you like him. Just the way I like him. Mmm, fresh. And uh, I, I, fresh boy. I, but I went like, here, how'd you get on the roof? And his story was, uh, myself and my friends were... He seemed, seemed to blame his friends. You yeah. know, mm. he was like a victim of peer pressure. It seems. Yeah. We were just m- like uh, Courtney Cox. Just like Courtney Cox. Yeah. Um, it's like that my friends made me kill this woman, and they uh, said I couldn't be in the gang. They said they would be there for me, but they weren't at the court hearing. <laughs> but he was, uh, yeah. He he ran away from the guards. On, it was on the Lewis track, on the Lewis track. His, yeah. his friends. So he jumped from the Lewis onto the 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 houses. The in Ranla, in Ranla, and uh, he wanted to come in, and I was like, "Yeah, your story sounds a bit dodgy. Like, what were you running away for? <laughs> ah, just having a bit of crack. Um, what, like Robert De Niro and his friends in Heat, on when they ran out of the bank with the guns? <laughs> ah, we're just having a bit of crack. <laughs> Fuck off, bang, 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 bang. Fuck off, cops. We're just having a laugh. We're just playing cops and robbers. Um, yeah, and he said that's from the Richie Kavanaugh remake of Heat. Yeah. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Your big hands in the heat and you get out of the kitchen. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> you need to walk away from things at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Look at us here, just chatting like a couple of regular fellows. <laughs> yeah, because he, he does the two voices. Yeah. He's, Rit, Richie Kavanagh has two voices. <laughs> the first one, I think, would be the De Niro. Yeah. Where his normal voice, where it's like... Uh, uh, you know, you need to be able to drop things. At, you need to be able to drop everything <laughs> at, at the drop of a hat. As soon as you f- I f- feel that old heat come around oh, the corner, okay. and then you got the other voice, who's the Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, Johnny. How about I buy you a pint of Guinness? My relationship with my wife is deteriorating. <laughs> <laughs> 
Princess Amidala's in the bath. <laughs> Get her over the bath. She's too wet. <laughs> I'm sorry, the guy anyway, the, the fellow that was coming. Ted that. Levine's in that as well. Ted Levine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 250,000 yeah. stolen, three dead bodies. Two hundred fifty thousand stolen bodies. What? No. <laughs> Sounds like the tomb babies. <laughs> so this is Richie Caffeinized playing both parts. Yeah, he does both parts. Ted Levine's stolen Ted these babies. Still available, of course. Yeah, fresh off the back of Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic Park. Uh, Richie Cavanagh, if you're listening, uh, please we- get help. Um, <laughs> We'd love to just, get you on the show. Just reach out. Yeah, uh, come in. We'll I want to know what makes Richie Cavanagh tick. The fact he doesn't know anything. <laughs> what's what's the skeletons? What's the what's the beef in his bonnet? What's the what are, what's some things that he would review? Yeah, he does he does have a, a a pork chop under his hat at gigs to cool him down. Yeah, it's frozen. And I seen him. Plus, dogs are nice to him. I seen him taking off his white gloves. Scales, isn't it? Scaly hands. Yeah, he's got scaly no hands. No fingers, really. Yeah, and it's a bit that, like the penguin. That's why he wears white gloves. Yeah, yeah. He he put his he put his hands in a magic pool, and then made his hands all lizardy. Anyway, listen. Look, this lad the, on the roof, the guy on the roof. Yeah, I says to oh, him, on I, the roof, Robson Jerome, yeah, ninety six. I started singing that to see if he'd sing along. Yeah, to see if he had a jovial nature to being yeah. up on the roof, you know. But no, he 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 was fairly locked, and he wanted to come into my room, and go down the stairs and go out in the street and make good his escape. And I thought... You shouldn't have used that phrase. Yeah. And I thought, uh, do I make a citizen's arrest here? What's the, the deal with citizen's arrest? I don't want to end up what in were you court. Hey, you were wearing your usual pyjamas, which is yeah. a full NYPD <laughs> uniform. Full NYPD yeah. uniform. Can't sleep in your chest or else the, the badge sticks into your tits. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that didn't scare him off. And I just said, look, I don't know. And he said, his argument was, hey, you seem like a cool guy. Yeah. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. My coolness is not in question here. My coolness is not in question here, sir. Yo, you are the one. I will ask you if you are cool or not. Um, so I just suggested to him that he just uh, hang over the side of the solicitors because there's like another little Because <laughs> he'll, he'll need to go there <laughs> yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and if you fall down, if you break your leg, at least you'd be outside the solicitors when the Yeah, when sue the them. Yeah. Sue the solicitor. They've got public like, liability It's like clamping the clampers. Yeah. yeah. So I, cl- I closed my window... To him, as he like, as he sat there with a sad face, like, and uh, pulled my curtains, and he didn't exist anymore. As yeah. far as I was yeah. concerned, well, Ed, you're very brave. Can I do my impression of what would happen if he came in through my window? Yeah, okay. okay you, be, you be the I'll guy. Be him, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hello. If you don't leave me alone. I'm going to kill myself. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> so Giles, that's, how fair, that's how Giles gets out of every situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, get the man who tried to get in Ed's window turned out to be none other than Al Porter. No. Yeah, he grew up to be Al Porter. Is that? Th- and now we know the rest of the story. <laughs> well, he did have a kind of Owl Porter. Is that some sort of booze for drink? For booze for birds? Owl Porter. Owl Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for just for owls, mm. because they're very you know they they're, they need the throw up all night. Yeah. Um, Let's so get back to this Richie Kavanaugh heat thing because I feel like you were really cooking. <laughs> you really think there's more milk in that tit? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, uh, what's been on your mind, Giles? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, what's pulling your chain these days? Yeah, who's well, who's clogging up your gears? <laughs> well, who's mowing your lawn? Oh, who's, rub, who's rubbing your rhubarb? A lot, lot, lot of questions going on here. No, well, of course you're talking about that famous lady who robbed the rhubarb from yes. the YouTube video. He said, it's not fucking rhubarb. Yeah. Um, I think we could all go back and look at her again. Just and, play a clip. And Just enjoy that. This is goddamn alley property, bitch. No, it's not. This don't have your name on it. Where's your name, bitch? Where's your name, bitch? Where's your name? Where's my name? Where's your fucking name on this alley property, bitch? <laughs> what a great clip, guys. Did you enjoy that? I did indeed. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I've got some tips for um, uh, the, the beating the heat. Oh, no, this is reviewables. We got to review masturbating in the heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Beating your meat, which I'll throw you. you Beating your meat in this whole heat. <laughs> you, you misunderstand me. No, uh, I'm not on about uh, rude things. You shouldn't be at yourself. Ever. If anything, you'd sweat more. Yeah, leave it out. And uh, if you are going to do that stuff, do it in a confession box. Come on, <laughs> somewhere private. Somewhere private. Yeah. So you have something to confess yeah. immediately. So, uh, um, so these are some some things you can do to beat the heat. Number one, fill your duvet with frozen food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <you> okay. <laughs> what types of food? Like, are you talking peas? Yeah. If they're uh, frozen, they go in there. Just veg. Meat also. Meat also. <laughs> Fish. Fish and chicken. Well, separate them. the enemies of the world. Have them at different parts of the duvet. Oh yeah, yeah. So you could for risk health some food poisoning, health and safety. Yeah, you don't want to mix them up. Uh, number two. Throw a bucket of cold water over your kitty cat before they go out of courting. <laughs> they go out of courting? Yeah. Your cat, your actual yeah, cat. Yeah. What's the purpose of this now? It's heat, trying to beat the heat. It's not trying to beat cat's heat. Well, this is, look, I... Cat's in heat. It's all, oh, it all, in it heat. all helps. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. Uh, this is a multi-species yeah, checklist. Yeah. Number three. Loudly mention that your cat has an infection in the alley <laughs> to dissuade potential partners. From getting filthy with it in the first place. This seems to be more of a list of how to how to how Giles is going to get people to stop having sex with cats. No, 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 just cats. Oh, yeah, sorry, cats. Yeah. You don't have a permission with cats. Do cat. you? Are there people having sex with my cat? There was a guy in my second school who had sex with a cat. Not with my cat. And he had no. to get a the government paid for a taxi for him to go to school every day. <laughs> I was going to say the government paid for a taxi for him to get in a ferry and leave the country. <laughs> no, not in a night. Well, leave world, you here, bud. <laughs> Just drop you off here and uh, yeah, you all right in the half. He used to wear uh, the same jacket as Fonzie, but he was not as cool because he had sex with cats. Uh, was Fonzie the coolest guy in your town? <sighs> Uh, Fonzie, no, oh. I mean Fonzie from the show. Happy Days. Yeah. Arthur Fonzarelli. To use his full title. Yeah. We'd have Fonzie. Just a lad called Fonzie. Hmm. But he, he wasn't cool at all. Set up a Fonzie skin. Fonzie's Ponzi. Fonzie's Ponzi's. <laughs> but he didn't fuck cats. Go on, Giles. <laughs> Who has sex with cats? Why? Oh, just fucking legends. Lunatics. I don't know. Annie L. I mean, uh, I'm just thinking about... Compatibility. Mm. Obviously, human and animal no. doesn't really work. It's kind not of even up for. I was going to say it's frowned upon. All right, okay. Bite the bullet. Dress up as a sexy cat. Trick your own cat into going out with you on a date, and then we're at the restaurant. Accuse them of being, you know, too out there. What did you say this list was again? Beating the heat. Beating the heat. Yeah. Are you talking? When you say heat. Do you mean the weather or do you mean like a cat's? You mean a cat's? It all heat? gets together. It all a cat's hot pussy. That's well, what you're talking about, right? Uh, uh, Cooling down that cat pussy. Say that one again, Giles. 
What, say what one again? <laughs> say the last one again. Dressing, Dressing up as a sexy as cat. As a sexy cat. Yeah. This is like a sort of a, a plan we see in a Warner Bros. cartoon. But Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. No, no. Well, Pepe Le Pew is always, he's trying to get with the cats. Yeah. I'm trying to tell my cat, you're worth more than you think. Okay. Like, <laughs> you don't have to just be going out, giving it away. Throwing it away. Yeah. yeah. Throwing it away. Yeah. You can be more discerning. As the Joker said, if you're good at something, don't ever do it for no for money at all. Sakes. Pepe Le Pew, the, <laughs> <laughs> the Harvey Weinstein of animated French skunks. Definitely, yeah. He was very upfront about very it, Very pushy. Though. If Harvey Weinstein had bounced around as he did. Look, I don't want to victim blame, but if, <laughs> if you walk underneath dripping paint, which draws a white line down your back, uh, a French skunk is going to think, you're a skunk as well. Mm, yeah, it's so, not her fault for how she was dressed. I'm, I'm gonna say some of the blame lies with her. How was she to know? She had no clue. Look at you see dripping paint. You don't walk underneath it, and if you do get paint dripped on you, wash it off. Well, th- don't swan around town with your tail up in the air looking for trouble. <laughs> well, I, I a few years ago, you know the Blue Man Group. You know the way they're yeah. only attracted to other blue men. I was walking. Or blue women, not a fact I was aware of. All right, well, it's true. I was walking along. Somebody was. Painting at the wall, they're trying to make it look like the sky, so they're painting away in blue coming down, trying to kill birds. Yeah, <laughs> some fell on me, and then a bunch of blue men group guys saw me, and their eyes all turned into hearts and they started to chase me. Oh my god, we are, yeah, what did you do? I, I ran to the nearest police station, and they, they, the boys in blue, yeah, and the boys in blue, but then turned into a bit of an assault in precinct 13 type thing. Oh, god, these guys to, re- yeah. these blue man group really want they were really in love with it. It was me. like there was a love potion on or something, yeah, yeah, and god. they were just mad with how in love they were with me. And I had to, it wasn't they said you're gonna have to wash it off, yeah, and I said, Why should I have to wash it off, <laughs> yeah? And this is when we got into the argument, not like the one we were having there about. Is it my fault I had blue put on me? Was it the cat's fault? It looked like a skunk. Mm. Uh, these are these are lots of like. There's no clear yes or no. I've answer. never seen and it we, from the victim's point of view, and now I've actually changed my mind completely. I'm sorry. We need to know who to blame. There was a blue man in my town, and he tried to marry a white woman, and his family disowned him. They were like, "Do you not realize how rare we are? Have they got, you're literally fucking us out of existence." Have they got pale blue children? Uh, no, he he ended he left. Up he ended up having to leave her and he married a blue man. Good. No but way. then, because they were both men, there's nothing they could do. But they, ha- they hatch things. Who do you have? Oh, who, yeah. The, who, who, who's your choice? You've got the blue man group, the hatch you've eggs. got the Smurfs, you've got the Avatar people. Um, what other blue boys are there out there? Like? There's those terribly animated characters from that song, I'm Blue. That's true. I'm Blue, Yeah, that's true. There's Tobias Funke from Arrested Development. Oh, wait, no, isn't there a blue lad in... Guardians of the Galaxy. There's. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, Bluey, Bluey, Louie. Bluey, Louie. Yeah. Yeah. He's my favorite. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, the spaceship, Bluey, Louie. You got it. Yeah. Was that a clip there we just played? The clip from uh, uh, from Infinity War Two. The war keeps on waging. Um, so what else in this list? Which was how to the heat. beat how to beat the heat. Beat the heat with Giles yeah. Brody. Yeah. Here we go. So number five, how to beat the heat. Make lists about football. So, um, football here's, here's one of them. Uh, most brown nosing football fans. Oh, yeah. Because you know, the yeah. Irish were pretty. We, we love, we love, think, we love that people think we're great. Yes. We like thinking that people think there we're great. There was that famous uh, case of during one of the big games there last year where Ireland people were in France or somewhere and they, a load of them broke in 
to like government buildings and just like totally fixed our healthcare system. Yeah, cleaned it up overnight. Yeah. Like they were rotten drunk as well. They're just like writing out yeah. these documents. Yeah, Hadn't a clue what they were signing. Yeah, just policy. And yeah. France is one of the best healthcare systems in the world now. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's a shame they couldn't do that here. Oh god. <laughs> but uh, in, in that boys run the show. Look, it's like people get drunk, people are into their football, and then they end up doing crazy things. Like, uh, we all remember Japan got bet 1 0 by the Swiss, and for a month, the population of Japan had to become Switzerland's butler. Oh my god, that would be so humiliating! <laughs> so Jap- embarrassing. They're very proud people, the Japanese, and because th- there's 127 million of them, yeah, and there's only yeah. 8 million. It's a lot of pride, it's a lot, 8 million Swiss, there's a lot of butlers, a load the, of butlers, the double, a, whole, a whole staff, yeah. Yeah. almost. An aggressive amount of butlers. Mm. Like, do I need four butlers to help me poach an egg? Yeah, I need. Sounds one. like a bad joke. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want many Japanese butlers to need you. to poach an egg. Just one. If he's They're good. very good, <laughs> very efficient. Well, no, this isn't even a trained Japanese butler. It's just it's an average lad off the street. Yeah, typical like working in a calculator factory Tokyo. or something. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Those are the two jobs. Butler or calculator factory employee. That's what's pushing the uh, the, the Japanese. How do you get all them sums in something so small? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the next Every, one is any sum. Name a sum. It's in there. I've tried confusing it. Doesn't work. <laughs> Thirty. Thirty's just, like, <laughs> just an answer, Giles. Thirty. Oh, yeah. Show work, me your work findings. backwards. <laughs> show me. Show this us your working. This is <laughs> countdown, Giles. We go make a sum go backwards. You ever did, when I was in uh, when I was in primary school, I was really bad at maths. I heard in secondary school the answers were at the back of all the books. I was like, oh, can't wait to get to secondary school. It'd be great. And then my teacher would walk around and you know to inspect the workings of everyone, and I'd have some big quadratic equation thing, but it would just be like. The question, then the answer underneath it, no findings or anything. And uh, they say, how did you arrive at that? And I'd say, you know, it's, it's pretty obvious <laughs> when you think about it. And they thought for a little while I was a genius at maths for like a day. <laughs> Until later on that day, they did some very basic maths with me. Yeah, they used and to. So uh, for the first day, you were Matt Damon, day two. Ben yeah. Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Because they uh, did, they, they used to... Clean the bins, Giles, you stupid not, maths not even, yeah. <laughs> not even Ben Affleck in uh, Goodwill Hunting. Ben Affleck in um, uh, The Accountant. Because <laughs> <laughs> be Superman. <laughs> no, that, that's, yeah. No, he, he the Accountant's need... good at... Why'd I pick the one film where Ben Affleck's good at maths? It's in the title. Why am I doing this to myself? Because yeah. in, in primary school, they, they used to get you to mop the school at night. Yeah. And leave equations everywhere. Mm-hmm. And abacuses around. Just so leave jokes. Used to leave the setups of jokes. Like the teacher would write, "What's what's the Pope and Ian Paisley got in common?" And Giles would be cleaning up. And he'd be like, "Oh, I have to finish that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'd write something hilarious. Are you concerned that you know the way like Ireland is terribly organised, like um, a stag party? Um, are you worried? Like we had a bit of um, snow there, and the bread ran out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because we couldn't get it out of the fields, um, and now it's like mad hot for ages. Are you worried we're going to run out of lilt? Sorry, water. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope we run out of water before we run out of lilt. Oh, you said it, buddy. Because uh, you can make tea with lilt, but you can't make water out of yeah. Hot lilty. Yeah. Hot hot lilty is uh, you know it's good for uh, destroying your stomach lining. Yeah, and, and for what else? Yeah. Because yeah. if I, what else is being alive and having a working stomach lining? Yeah, I, I get you a lot of my that. I get a lot of my news from newspapers, 
um, I don't necessarily read the articles, but I'll be buying an ice cream or something and I'll look at the headline and I'd sort of make up the story in my head. Man buys ice cream. And this also happens. <laughs> well, they so rarely <laughs> reflect back of what I'm doing. But I saw a headline yesterday and it said, uh, rain for two weeks or no water. And <laughs> That's your choice. <laughs> and I was like trying to make piece it, together piece together the story in the car. I was like, does that mean that we need two weeks of rain or else we've got no water? Or does that mean if it doesn't rain within two weeks, we're out of water, kids? Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, both are scary. Yeah, both are scary and both are vague. Uh, <laughs> like the other day when... The I really Inde- should have read the article. Yeah, The Independent had a, a, last week they said, tell on your neighbours. That was the headline. Holes <laughs> <laughs> pipe bands. Like, I think all in all about 13 people <clears throat> did. So um, Could be a good way in the sort of like the crucible or the, uh, the, the red trials, the commie trials. Good way to get rid of people you don't like. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, I, he's a pose sympathizer. Yeah, he's always... <laughs> you should see this lad. He's a hoser. He's, he's, a, hoser. he's a real hoser. He thinks he's mighty. With Hosers under, under the bed. <laughs> people with hoses. Um, I don't know. Brain I can see this happening. But, like, we went mad. Like, we we literally um, destroyed a huge shop the last time there was no bread. Hey, look, the yeah. three of us have apologized for that enough times for organizing that. Us I just didn't the, think it'd get that far. Us and yeah. the uh, 11 other knuckleheads who ran into that <laughs> was a, that little... Yeah. We thought it was going to be fun. And we were trying, we thought, we, oh, we could shoot a music video in here. Then we ran in there. It's like, we don't have a band. Why are we shooting a music video? Yeah. It was, Let's rob the yeah, safe. It was terrifying. <laughs> that will pay for us to get instruments. But if that happens when we have no bread, what the hell is going to happen if we have no water? Mad Max, Fury Road? Well, it's already happened. Uh, Tell me, boy. Parts of Roscommon are like Mad Max, Fury Road. Really? There's old men walking around with big uh, chest plates and piercings and they're yep. mo- they're modifying all their, their cars. They're basically just putting new tyres on them, slightly and bigger tyres. I didn't get the homoeroticism of Mad Max 2 when I was a child. Remember, you know, what do you call the oh, yeah. humongous, Lord Humongous? Humongous. Humongous. <laughs> Lord Humongous, who's got a big metal hockey mask on. Yeah. He's like, we go in, we kill, but we do it my way. Yeah, he's like a kind of a bane. He's like uh, a really... He's like an evil Sinatra. Yeah, he's, like an evil he's got a little lad. He's got a young lad. Like, I'd say maybe Junior B. Uh, possibly under 16. Uh, with like a shock of blonde hair and like a leather boy outfit. And he's like hanging off the back of him. As a kid, I didn't get that they were having sex. Oh, I yeah, was yeah. like, wow, he's the coolest lad in the... He's the coolest lad in this world. Imagine You're, hanging out with that boy all day on a big motorbike. What's your favourite thing to do during hot weather days, Giles? Uh, I like uh, going for a, a, a nice stroll, get oh, an yeah. ice cream. Um, uh, Watch it melt in my hand. Watch it melt in my hand. <laughs> Just to see how, how warm it is. Go back. It's, I usually have a black umbrella when I go outside also, <laughs> if it's too hot. Also, any time I usually have a black umbrella on the go. There's a sort of mobile hanging down from oh, it nice. to, to keep me from entertained. The, the Tim Burton collection. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I... Like walking around, I'll go up to uh, to children that are having ice creams and steal them from them, so that the next ice cream they get, they appreciate more. Mm, uh, what a hero! Amongst nowadays, men. kids don't appreciate. When you were young, how often did you cry when, when interacting with strangers? Probably all the time. Did you ever have a situation where an elderly relative would come up to you and say, "You're coming to live with me"? 
you want to come and live with me in my house? Yeah, quite yeah, often, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck were they doing? Not That's just relatives. People you've never met yeah. before. People you've met for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... I've got to steal you away and bring you to my house and make you my slave and never let you see your parents again. Yeah. It's, it's and your like... parents would be right beside them going, oh, isn't that very funny? <laughs> yeah. It's like, have I mm-hmm. been sold? Is that what's happening here? We never, you know, in like American TV shows, uh, the cliche is like, oh, I'm going to eat you up. Yeah. I could just eat your little cheeks in a sandwich or a bap. Um, More Ted Levine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we didn't really get that Beef here. cheeks. Probably, we had like, you're going to live with me. <laughs> which, I don't know which is worse, because at least eat you up is fantastical. Yeah. And um, it ends, it's finite. There's, you die. There's no more. My grandmother used that's to tell me... That's the silver lining. I was Child gonna, Giles I, has found. <laughs> you're going to die. My grandmother used to tell me I was going to come and live in, uh, there's like a little uh, a dog, a house, a do- dog for a house. A uh, little dog for a house. Little house for a dog. Oh, I'm very sorry. Um, I'm this so- bungalow is perfect for you, Fido. <laughs> I'm sorry. If oh. my, my grandmother's probably listening to this mm, in heaven. It's FM, a low offer. Saying he's getting everything wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's not a house Scream, dog. Screaming it's a, at the digital it's a radio. dog house. Heaven but- FM, and now here's your favourite song over and over and over again. Yeah. It's like, now here's your disappointing grandson <laughs> telling a story he half remembers. Um, but yes, she would say stuff like, we're going to live in the dog house, you and me, and it would... It would it would really scare me a lot. And then when I was a little bit older, my my grandmother would pay for my my brother Justin's piano lessons. My brother's a bit younger than me. So Justin could play the theme to Tim Burton's Batman. I start too high. Oh yeah. So that's what Justin could play. Around the time my granny was like dying, Candle in the Wind came out. And she turned to me at Pro Nothing said, she was from Sligo, said, I want you to sing that at my funeral. <laughs> and then You're the last person I will get to sing, especially that song and then at my funeral. I was about eleven or twelve. But then it turned out okay. and Justin was to play <laughs> the Batman company. Yes. Yeah. But Justin had Justin had kind of exaggerated how good he was on the piano. He could play that Batman theme and that was it. So on the day of my granny's oh, funeral. Oh no, my granny's dead. <laughs> no, no, it was like, Goodbye, Sly goes Rose. <laughs> so on the day of the funeral, I was just waiting for someone to come and tap me on the shoulders that you gotta go up and sing Candle in the Wind, and your eight-year-old brother is now gonna be brought up to this organ to, to play. Tim Burton's Batman theme uh, but uh, luckily it didn't come up <laughs> oh I would have given anything to be at that hilarious funeral oh but there was another funeral when I was 15 that my uh, you boys served or you served you served I served my time yeah you were an altar boy <laughs> two terms you've got that thousand you, yards there I shook that bell nigh on four or five years right. you I went only... back I, I left I was sent uh, back Away. to civilization, sent back to civilization. It was like you've done enough. I just couldn't adjust to the normal non-serving life. I had yeah. to go back in again for one more tour. Oh yeah, yeah. You were like, you were like, kill the family. You were like John Rambo. That's amazing. Traveling from small town to small town, serving mass, handed out Euc- <laughs> rigging bells, handed out Eucharist <laughs> until Brian Dennehy told you to cop on. Was, go serve mass somewhere else. What, what was the biggest? Um, what was the biggest mind-blowing moment when you saw sort of behind the curtain? Because uh, mass is very theatrical. Yeah. Um, there's bells, there's smoke. Priests wear underwear too. Who knew? <laughs> not my priest. <laughs> Hashtag not my priest. I didn't vote for him. 
no, I, I voted I for that vicar. I never served. Okay, I just say that. All right, well, uh, we can, we'll fill you in. Like, because, yeah, Mass is very theatrical. It's a show. And then you're always, you're, where is he coming? He comes out of this little room. He's got these little children who help him. He's <laughs> like Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. dress. And yeah, and he comes out and he, he lifts up the stuff. He puts it into a little box. And then he walks around the box to show that there's no strings or like secret passages, <laughs> yeah, compartments. Yeah, yeah. And well, then one of the altar boys gets up with a big metal ring and runs through it. He takes out the Eucharist and he's like, "Huh? Now it's literally the body of a two thousand year old dead Jewish fella." And everyone's like, "What? This is amazing!" But then when you serve, you really see how the sausage is made. Um, yeah. What was your biggest sort of eye-opening moment in the sacristy? Uh, That's the uh, backstage area. Backstage bit. <laughs> the green room of the uh, church. <laughs> the bit with the, the... Everyone really wanted to... The turbo was the thing that everyone wanted to uh, to use. That was a fun thing. The which one? The turbo. You know, you put the incense into it. Oh, you, you the smoky, shaky bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I, smoky. I thought you said the turbo. <laughs> everyone wants a bit of turbo. Hit the nitrous. Let's yeah. take this 10 o'clock mass yeah. to new heights. So, so the, but that was the that was the big one. People wanted to have that. That was the most common one. But the, the biggest yeah. behind the scenes thing I saw, and this is true of any altar, any marble altar in in any church, is if you go up and tap underneath it three times, it opens up in a secret compartment, leading yes. you down to uh, uh, basically all the stuff you need to be an exorcist or yeah. a zombie yeah. killer. Yeah, it's all down there. But the thing that I my my abiding memory of of surfing mass was um uh uh my neighbor had become a priest and I was uh, 12 and he was 30s he was in his 30s and um, I made some pedophile priest joke to him <laughs> and I feel like that's when me and just the churches had nothing to do Very with each ways. other anymore it's like should I not tell him a joke the thing that got me started on this was that uh, when I was 15 and this was I hadn't been an altar boy for three years and I was doing my junior third my uh, neighbor her her sister died, and I'd met her once years earlier. And apparently, this woman on her deathbed, according to my mother, had requested I serve her funeral. That this uh, who would uh, have such a strange wish? And you, were, and you were like, I give up that life. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you're the best. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anyone. Just, serve just chopping like wood in the Congo. Sure <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> off. I left that life behind me. <laughs> That's why I came to the Congo. No mass is here. Yeah. And then so, he's, I, uh, he's, he's there's says, no neighbor. I uh, embarrassed myself in front of by calling him a pedophile at his ordination. <laughs> uh, I can get on. He says to Giles, he's like, if you still got your uniform, Giles like, ah, I threw that thing away a long time ago. Pawned it yeah. for some booze. <laughs> and then when your man walks away, Giles like got opens up his shirt and he's wearing it underneath. He never left the life behind. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. That's why my mother said, Jaws will do it. When uh, there was a two second silence, they're talking about altar servers. Jaws will do it. And it looked for a moment like it was going to be Saturday afternoon, but it looked like it might be Saturday evening. Saturday evening means people from school are going to be there oh. wondering why is Giles before the junior disco oh boy do you know which what? I'd, Giles, sta- I'd stand outside with a boombox Giles you've given me a great idea for my funeral I'm going to request the two of ye to serve my funeral <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to say it to the priest beforehand I'm going to say here listen I know this is a crazy idea but it would just make me laugh so much if you had Two of my very good friends to serve, ring the bell. They're going to look ridiculous. I thought the strangest thing about uh, the biggest eye opener for me for being behind the curtain of mass is how the Eucharist um, 
is prepared. It comes in like uh, sheets, like A4 sheets of <laughs> thick uh, edible paper, and he has to like print it out. Uh, like a paper punch. Like before, yeah, he prints it out, and then you have to painstakingly cut around with scissors. Um, Just like the Last Supper. It's like before every mass, the priest is like, hurry up, hurry up, print out some more Eucharist. I remember actually once at our grad mass when we were leaving cert. So we're finishing, we do the grad mass, and um, uh, everyone's backstage. The song <laughs> went so great. Uh, me and my friend Anya suggested the song. There's an agent uh, in the front row. Tonight, Tonight. What a mess. By uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, yeah. We wanted that to be our like, grad mass song. And then the more boring kids, the basic bitches, wanted uh, Time of Your Life by Green Duh. <laughs> and, uh, the I thought for a second I thought you could say the Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the priest, the priest, the great of my life. <laughs> but, uh, one of the Hopefully the only one from secondary school. We got on the bus Hopefully to go to the uh, nightclub and one of the bowl lads uh, robbed the Eucharist from the priest and he was giving it out on the back of the bus and we were all I swear to God, like I must have had about four or five of them. Oh, wow. I was walking on air by the time I got to the nightclub. High from the body of Christ. I've I impregnated four women that night. Wow. Yes, with the Messiah. While maintaining your virginity. Somehow. I think I did it from a distance. Mm. But uh, yeah, Robin Eucharist. Is that a sin? That must be a sin. That's got to be. Eating but five it, of them. But I but thought that, that would, you, you, it would counteract the yeah. sin though. I really had God over a barrel on this one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Did uh, what happened? What was the? Uh, oh, we robbed all the drink from the nightclub, and um, because there was no top bar, there was a top bar fully stocked, but it wasn't. I probably shouldn't be admitting this. Uh, there was a top bar fully stocked, but no staff. So when we got wind of this, we started robbing bottles, and there was a pile of bottles, about the size of uh, a sort of a, let me see, a, a student flat's amount of rubbish. Um, you know when oh, you leave about, about yeah, it's a lot yeah. of bottles. Yeah. Um, and people are going around with optic bottles, just like shooting it in each other's mouths. And they couldn't do a damn thing because they hadn't enough staff. And I think we robbed about th- two grand worth of drink and did three grand worth of damage. Wow. And one of the lads uh, ran in to the security room and got all the tapes. Who's that guy? Because that guy's a fucking genius. Don't tell me. Was it Porrick? Don't no, tell no, me. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that guy's a fucking genius. Who has the presence of mind as a teenager to go in and take the security yeah. tapes? If I was doing like an Ocean's Eleven with teenagers, that's the guy you yeah. want. Also, you shouldn't try and rob stuff with teenagers. His name is Simon. But you want that guy Simon you want that on guy, your side. <coughs> you want a young Chinese lad to do a flip. You but we were called those. in the next week. There was like a representative of the year. So five of us, I was one of them. We were called in by the priest. And he was like, uh, well, well, well. Uh, that was the first thing well 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 it's a band that I know you all like very much Um, I think you're getting that wrong father and apparently like the tables (laughs) that they just got in were new that suppose the the damage costs were so high because they they were all new tables and everyone was chinking off um, bottles (laughs) that's not a racial term Uh, we're opening up bottle caps until you said the (laughs) (laughs) they're opening up bottles by you know the edge of the table and they're just pulling chunks out and they were like uh, basically (laughs) basically guys uh, I'm going to need some heads are going to have to roll for this Um, we know there was a few instigators there was a few lads who were just literally robbing drink for the sake of it and giving it to people like Robin an alcoholic Robin Hood and um, Robin Hood. One of the girls, the smarter people in the room, said, "Robin Hooch." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the girls was just like, "But father, um, like most of us were seventeen, should they have even had alcohol available there and sell, sold to us?" <laughs> and then we had the priest over the barrel, 
and the priest just basically let it all go away. It was great. That's it was a perfect crime. Wow. That's, that's great. I hey, think that's what the new oceans hey, are actually about. Yeah. You're you're used like to just that. letting things slide. <laughs> turning a blind eye. Hey, you know what? Move me to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if anyone that seems like something this guy Simon would say. In my head, you went to school with this really cool dude called Simon who had quips coming out <laughs> out the eyes. That's amazing. Simon to come up with. I remember once saying to the, on priest, uh, the priest had a new laptop and um, you know the laptops instead of like a... Um, Was a this sc- one that exploded if he didn't touch it every <laughs> hour? Just in case. Instead of like, you know the, the little finger pad area for the mouse? Instead of that, there was a little tiny rubber joystick in the middle of the keyboard. I don't know if they even make them like this anymore. But the priest was really showing off this new laptop to the religion class. He was like, check it out. It's got Windows 95. And uh, in Carta, you can look up anything that's ever been written in the Carta, and it's here. And he was very impressed. <laughs> and I was like, uh, what's the story with how come there's no mouse thing? And he goes, oh, it's actually quite ingenious. Instead of a mouse, it's just got this uh, very, very, very sensitive joystick in the middle of the keyboard. And I said, oh, like a clitoris. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, Kevin, exactly like a clitoris. I'd never even seen or been near a clitoris at this stage, but I knew that it was basically like Had a penis he? shrunk down. <laughs> Did uh, he seem confused? He turned, he turned, there was a silence in the room, and he turned and he just went, Kevin. Drop like, your pads. <laughs> but, uh, God. Kevin. Sorry. Kevin. Disproving. So I can say, I can say I said clitoris to a priest. That's incredible. That's incredible. Wow. <laughs> well, I was delivered by a nun. What? When, when Today. I, yeah. She was driving, driving the Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was on a bike. Hop on. Yeah. I was Get my side, basket. The sidecar of her home. You were delivered by a nun. Yeah. Yeah. A nun wow. delivered me and told my mother, I said, what do you have at home? And she said, a girl. I said, well, now you have a boy. Apparently that's the story, but there's a load of blood and 14 hours of labour <laughs> leading up to this little creepy yeah. exchange yeah. it was but worth uh, it though for that little it was joke. it yeah. was I thought, I thought so well nuns were involved in education health censorship I had a lot of fingers and a lot of pies Speaking not calling your mother pies <laughs> but <laughs> oh God. All, that's all I'm saying there's a really good chance she'll listen to this as well because uh, she's always asking how Ed's getting on God. I'm so getting I'd on love, grand. How's Kev? I'd Madeline. love. I'd love to hear any priest-related <laughs> stories you might have. Well, there's two good ones. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any. I'm not a priest. <laughs> Kevin does the priest-related stories. Uh, oh, we just had a priest in our hometown who couldn't pronounce the word faith. He couldn't say th words. So okay. for for literally years, he'd say, "We now celebrate the mystery of our five. <laughs> Because I gotta have a fuck. I gotta have That was his chosen karaoke song. And we were like, Father Kelly, what are you doing? And he couldn't even say death. He goes, Jesus is dowed. <laughs> Jesus is dowed. And then he changed it. Like, he, but he did this for like 15 years. And now years. the prayers of the fat half. <laughs> yeah. Are there any prayers of the unfaithful? This is shit. He said, that <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd stop praying. It's the worst. Prayers, of, prayers of the unfaithful. Hail Satan. Please give me the strength to stop cheating on my spouse. <laughs> we give this prayer to you, our oh, Lord. Bill Clinton, the hope. patron saint of scoundrels. <laughs> hey, JFK was doing uh, doing all that cool, crazy shit for him. And he had a bad back. LBJ 
was way more of a ladies' man yep. than, than JFK. He had a Leonard Blowjob. He had a massive That's penis it. as well, didn't he? LBJ, yeah. That's why they called he him LBJ. Ma- he used to whip it out on the table. This is no messing. Look it up. Langer Blowjob. Lyndon Johnson <laughs> used to like whip out his cock on the table just to like show it off to the boys in the office. Like, what do you think of that? That's some bit of meat there. <laughs> Perfect. Like something you could see hanging in a butcher's what window. office was he working in? A butcher's? No, office, the shoe shop. <laughs> you before, did. before he was president. No, yeah. no, no, he's doing part time. So. He, oh. he used to put it in a size 10 and a half Nike. <laughs> Look at that. In, in America, it'd be 11 and a half. Can you imagine? Then ring, ring. Oh, Someone's was, on the phone. Hello? Kennedy, what's that fool done now? He what? He's killed His himself head. in an elaborate way. <laughs> he's killed himself in a big elaborate. Ocean's Eleven time. Richie Cavan is involved. Get off the phone. I okay. Have known. Do you think we'll, we'll um, cause you know the way um nine eleven's kind of like our JFK. Uh, <laughs> it is building is it? seven. What's yeah, going on? Where were you? Will we ever get uh, closure oh, to that horrible, conspiracy. horrible day, Giles? Kevin, I'm glad you asked me because I've been researching this for quite a while, and my report's going to be coming out. Ooh, exclusive Ooh. preview. No. Ooh. <laughs> Forget the preview. What would you like full, to know? Full whack. I got it all done. What's cracked building seven? Who knocked that? Uh, it was just his time. <laughs> Some buildings just fall down. Yeah. It just fell. Do you know what if I think? Oliver Stone was doing a movie. Do you know what I think about it? it? Who would you like to see in it? Obviously me. He's I'm a, trying to get into he's acting already now. already done a movie about it. About the building. World Trade Center. Did he oh, do just, that? Yeah, he yeah. directed that, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, but it's, you know, it's probably all about, like, crying firefighters. Do you know, okay, well, do you know what one, I think? I, I think, I, to answer your question, I'm trying to get back into, you know, performing more. Mm-hmm. So I would like to be the star of that Oliver Stone World Trade Center film that he's going to, if he remakes it again. Mm. You'd, be the, you'd be, like, the... the uh, the superintendent of Building 7. Yeah. And I could see you. But like, I can't do accents, so I'd have to be playing as myself. Also, I can't yeah. act, but I would be there. In the same way that, you know, uh, Clint Eastwood got those three Goombas that fucking stopped some lads getting robbed on a train. And he said, you're going to be in a film now. <laughs> I'd, I'd hire you the fool as... The Goomba and the other lad. I'd hire you as a lad working in an Irish bar, because mm. you can't do accents, so you have no. to do your own Galway accent. Mm. Um, and you're working in an Irish bar, and there's news in the telly, and like, there's a fucking plane... Going into a building and then another one, and like maybe there's a lad at the bar. And the first one, he's like, That's weird. Second one, he's like, Now it's suspicious. And he says, Hey, barman, turn up that TV for the news. And you just go, Fuck off. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. That's, or, or could the guy drinking at the bar do the old fashioned, like, Spit he drinks, it. he looks up, because, you know, this is a bar where they just have CTV of the World Trade Center all the time. <laughs> yeah. He looks up and he sees that a plane's gone into it and he looks from the screen to the drink, oh, to yeah. the screen again. Going, like, what am I drinking? Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. All right, could I be, because I have played, goes, I have played one a barman drink, before. Bartender. You have played a barman before. Would That's be, probably yeah. why I thought of it. Yeah, That's yeah. What, would it be in the Nowhere Fast universe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the same barman. Yeah, the Nowhere Fast cinematic it's an, universe. It's the Nowhere Fast extended cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be there. So what what, what's ha- the line again? Kev, you, you feed me in the line. You be the American Well, guy. do you know what? You can make up your own line, because okay. I wasn't too happy with my improv there. Okay, well, here. Um, so, okay, I'm just a guy in a bar. You're, 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 you've been... Like yeah. cleaning a glass for the last yeah. four. I thought you were going to say I've been fisting a dog. <laughs> but that's, uh, His mime there was a bit. The fist went through the <laughs> yeah. through the hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, a long pint glass from, <laughs> yeah. from Europe. Um, <laughs> so you're ch- checking to see that the so calf is turned. You're doing some bar work. Yeah. I'm drinking at the bar. I'm an alcoholic. And Ed's my apprentice. Uh, all right. Do you, oh. want, do you want me to change those kegs? 
boss. Yes, and don't spare the whip, boy. All right. Holy hell. Hey, barman, turn up that TV screen. I want to see what's on the news. Something newsworthy happening today on September 11th. Forget about it. <laughs> uh, well, if you just turn your head to the side, uh, looking pretty newsworthy to me. <laughs> I'll turn my head to the side, but I think it's very unlikely I'll find something shocking. <laughs> what? An Oliver Stone film. <laughs> Shocked Barman, played by Giles Brody. Not available That's... for work. <laughs> I think Can we just call it Shocked Barman? Because that's like, are you the titular Shocked Barman? It's like, oh, Shocked I, I couldn't, I should be saying. Set against the backdrop of a couple of buildings collapsing, Shocked Barman <laughs> is the feel-good hit of the summer. <laughs> Watch a Shocked Barman, his customer and his apprentice set out to get Osama Bin Laden. Written by Lars von Trier, directed by Oliver Stone. I don't know why Lars von Trier's written it. I don't want him fucking writing Bil- it. I wouldn't let him fucking see it, let alone write it. Building 7, I think you're right. Is it right. Building 7 or Building 20? What's Building Bil- 20? Building 7 is the one that fell down in solidarity. Or, <laughs> as you said, it was its time. Because you know what it is? You know, like, when a couple is married for 60 years and the, the, the husband dies, and then, like, very shortly after, the, the wife dies. Goes on holiday. Oh, it's, right. That's what Building 7 was. Oh, like oh, Johnny right. Cash's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Cash kicked the bucket. June Carter was like... Give me that book. Yeah, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is the Twin Towers, and June June Carter, Carter is Building Seven. Yeah. In this. Analogy. Well, that wraps up that mystery. Well, we've solved it, lads. We've solved it. Uh, thanks very much for coming in, Giles. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, just the Sunday Sermon podcast. Uh, oh yes, check yes. it out. Yeah, check, check it out. It's it's Sunday Sermon podcast. Hilarious podcast. Makes and, me laugh. Uh, there's a big fun musical uh, happening in September. When is this coming out, this episode? Uh, soon, the okay, next couple well, of weeks. In September, there's a show called... Uh, uh, it's actually coming out now, if people are listening to it. Okay, it's out. Yeah. It's coming. say that. All right, okay. The musical in the, in the Dublin Fringe called uh, Trial of the Centuries, starring uh, Kevin McGahern, hey. uh, Tony Cantwell, oh. and other cast members, TBD. I shouldn't be saying the other cast members do TBD. I just TBD. Here's the lead. It's going to be fun. And it's written with uh, uh, Bobby Hearn from No Monster Club. And uh, I'd like to give a quick uh, plug for Bobby's birthday. It was yesterday. Bobby's oh. baby. So uh, does, everyone does has 364 days to get ready for Bobby's next birthday. <laughs> get prepared. Uh, thanks to Kevin McGarren for being uh, my co-host for this episode. Thanks to Paddy for producing. Alan Bennett was also the other producer. SoCow did the team tune. Kim McGargle did absolutely nothing except maybe a little bit of editing. Thanks, Keen. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. They're recording the podcast inside the building. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.